Good morning and welcome to this Precision Podcast. And we are still moving through menopause. This morning I'm talking with Jan Alexander and Jan is a wellness advocate for doTERRA oils. And, uh, you know, essential oils is something that I have used uh, over the years but I must confess that my repertoire is very slightly limited, Jan, to uh, tea tree and lavender and, uh, and actually spearmint. I love spearmint. But anyway, we're getting off track because what we're going to talk about today is uh, the kinds of aromatherapy oils that might be beneficial for us to use in this menopause, time of menopause. So welcome, Jan. Hello to you. Hello there, um, Philippa. Thanks for having me today. So really, um, just starting on the, um, the understanding of um, how the hormones are going to be changing uh, going through the menopause, hormones are dynamic and fluctuate on a moment-to-moment -moment basis. Common symptoms associated with hormone imbalance, like the irritability, the digestive problems, excessive sweating, food cravings, tiredness, loss of muscle mass, all that um, that comes with it, even hair loss, which I've, I've heard of recently. Um, well, you, you're not suffering from that, Jan. Look at your hair. Gosh, what a, you've got an amazing head of hair. <laughs> no, no, I never had that problem, but I did have other problems, I must say. Oh, okay. uh, and uh, being a, an identical twin myself, it was quite amazing to realise that my other twin had nothing of what I had. Wow. So I think passed down to myself. That's uh, fascinating, isn't it? Yes. Yes, it is. And um, some people do say their menopause just happens overnight. But of course, we know that isn't true for so many people. Mm. Um, I've actually embraced um, what doTERRA teach, which is becoming proactive about my health. Um, doTERRA do have a women's pack, which is phytoestrogen. It isn't estrogen, but it's plant-based where your body takes what it needs. And, and taking this alongside a bone nutrient, along with other products, it, it really helps. We have quite a few testimonials of people who had success with this kind of approach. Bone nutrient, obviously, is very important. We, we deteriorate um, our bones over time and we need to protect that. And you can't start early enough because um, people even say that mid-30s, you should be thinking about trying to maintain your bone strength uh, and to even supplement to help that. And, and our bone nutrient tablets used by many, um, or many, many people within doTERRA and our customers. Um, it's just that us, us as women, we put ourselves last on the list. Um, we need to be looking after ourselves, even though we're busy. We should be thinking about changing our lifestyle and giving it a lot of good time to really think about that seriously. I think that's that's really important, isn't it? That uh, to do these things almost in anticipation <laughs> of what is yet to come. I, you know, I think um, prevention is is so powerful. Definitely is. And, and this is the thing that people don't um, perhaps have time or think they have time to do because they are so busy. Mm. So hormones and emotions are in a constant flux due to the hormonal changes. And, and so many people just are not prepared for their own menopause. 
we do have a wonderful combination oil called Clary Calm, which is a mixture of oils and it actually balances emotions. Like for instance, bergamot, it brings the stress levels down. Roman chamomile, it's calming. Cedarwood, it attends to nervous tension. And ylang ylang is just so wonderful. It brings blood pressure down. Geranium, anyone who, who's trying to think of what would they take to a desert island? Well, it would be geranium for me because it just balances uh -huh. the hormones. Um, it's something that we use, all of these oils we use on a daily basis. Carrot seed even, which is a PMS relief related. Can I just ask you, is, are they all in that one product? Yeah. Are they? All of them? Yeah. Yes, and you term it as a protocol, you know, because oh. it does multiple things. And really using essential oils is a very different way probably for many people. Mm. Um, but um, because our, ours are 100% pure, they are very effective. I do love oils i remember now that you mention it uh that i've got one of those uh, rollerball sticks on guard oh, yes, yes we do we have on guard for yeah. even home products and but also um yes for cleaning the house even oh. um, you can mix on guard with with water and it, it is very natural way of cleaning oh. Of sort of antibacterial properties, do you mean? That's right, that's right. We have washing powder as well, toothpaste, um, mouthwash, all sorts. Anything that you buy in your local supermarket, you can swap where you shop. That's a good oh. term. <laughs> yeah, I like that. I like things that are onomatopoeic. Do you like add different oils to these things or do they come ready prepared? No, um, for the household, you mean? Yes, some of the products do come already prepared, like, for instance, the washing powder. Um, <clears throat> you would receive the product with the oil in, just like when you go to a supermarket. But yeah. the products and the ingredients are obviously natural. Oh, yeah. And I mean, this is, we're talking plant derivatives, aren't we? This is where the oils come from. Yes, but not all oils do. Um, oh. Our 100% pure oils are sourced from the plant. Right. In far off countries, even trees. Um, but many, many thousands of companies, I'm afraid to say, are sourced in the laboratory, which means that they have fillers in. There's only a percentage of oil and the rest is filled up with synthetic. Oh, yeah. So this is something, isn't it? We need to be discerning about these things. Talking about HRT, for instance, you know, synthetic HRT, uh, is is going to potentially have a different effect to uh, to a body identical version, uh, and this is something that's becoming increasingly advocated. So why not the same with our uh, you know our foods that we eat um, and the oils that we put on our skin? So I, I was just wondering, Jan, if you could tell us what kinds of things Clary Calm might be useful for. So Claricalm really provides you with a calming, soothing effect when applied topically, that means on the skin, and it balances mood throughout the month. Now, normally we use Claricalm or maybe rub it on your stomach. Um, a topical blend of curry, um, sage, lavender, bergamot, roman caramel, cedarwood, ylang ylang. It's got so many things in it. You could apply Claricalm during heated moments for a cooling, soothing effect. You, and apply, as I say, to the abdomen for soothing massage and it brings relief. 
you can place um, the oil, um, it's in a roller bottle, um, on the bottoms of your feet to help balance emotions throughout the month and keep it in your bag on your bedside table for easy, convenient use. The primary benefits really is it's designed specifically for women. Um, it helps balance mood and soothes heightened emotions throughout the month. It provides a cooling sensation when applied topically to the skin. And the Claricarn can be used to balance emotions, support the mood, and really um, help you with your overall well-being. You mentioned putting it on different bits of you, and I guess I've used oils a bit like perfume, where they say to put it on your pulse points, you know? So I think I might have just done that with it without thinking really particularly about which bit of my body I should be putting putting it on. So sometimes uh, where you put it on the body um, has a more direct effect like um, for instance your monthly cycle is probably down in the region of of your stomach so you're getting to the area topically by rubbing it on. Mm -hmm. Now if we put things on the bottom of our feet there's lots of uh, membranes there that help the oils get into the system quicker. If you put it on your wrist or the back of your neck that's probably fine. It's not the main point though nothing's wrong with what you try to do. If I had a headache, for instance, I would use uh, something like peppermint and then I, I would put it on the back of my neck because that's where my headache applies, you know, similarly. I suppose I'm thinking of the aroma. You know, if you put it sort of here, then you're getting the aroma, aren't you? But actually it's absorbing through the skin. Uh, and so you might want to think of the area of your body that you're trying to reach true i think it's right and but the thing is as i said it's nothing's wrong and you could you still use it if you want to use it as a perfume sometimes people say that if you like the perfume it's probably going to be good doing you some good and there are some theories and we've i've seen some videos about putting the oils to a horse's um, nostrils and if they don't like it they turn away but if they do like it they lick it so you know it's quite interesting that, that it's say also applies with animals yeah yeah well it is it lots of these things do like homeopathy and uh, acupuncture and all sorts of things are used on animals magnets as well there are aromas that I really don't like. Um, and I'm one of those people who doesn't like incense. Are you talking about from the high street, maybe? Oh, well, uh, mm, I mean, I just haven't bought much of it because I don't like it, but it could be that it came from the high street. I couldn't say offhand. I'm sorry, I shouldn't probably put it like that. It's probably something that I would encourage people to look at what the ingredients are mm. on, on what they're using, because yeah. everyone's different. You need to perhaps look at, give yourself a bit of an education about what it is that you're putting on your body or even smelling, you know? Yeah, no, that's right. I love that uh, on guard. What I pick out of that is the cloves that are in it. And I really love that. One of them, the best and most favourite oils to diffuse on guard. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. That's the other thing that we can do, isn't it? Put them into the air around us. Yes, although I wouldn't um, probably diffuse Clary Calm. It's something for the body. There are uh, many calming oils as well, particularly around the, the menopause. For instance, there's a beautiful oil called Serenity. It's used often for sleep uh, in conjunction with lavender. Putting it in the diffuser, you can actually mix 
and match oils in the diffuser as well to create your own environment. But Serenity itself, I have to say, I'm in love with it. It's just got such a positive effect when I go to sleep. You happen to know what oils are in that blend because it's a blend. So the ingredients for Serenity is, is lavender flower, cedarwood. Um, it's got ylang ylang, marjoram. It's got Roman chamomile and vetiver, which is a natural sedative. Oh. Vanilla bean, wire sandalwood. All of those particular ingredients are generated to cause calm, to create a calming feeling. Yeah. Uh, and it really complements, um, for example, lavender if people are finding it difficult to sleep. There are um, other ways of approaching an informal imbalance, more in a holistic approach. It's not just one oil is for everything. It's, it's a combination besides using oils, but as well as a nutritional health around the menopause. The fruit and veg in 1950s, for example, was much more nutritious than it is, for example, now. I mean, it's interesting what, what you're talking about, really. Uh, I was listening to a podcast the other day, and it, it's an absolute fact that, that the food, the vegetables and the fruits are being bred differently, that they've been interfered with, haven't they? You know, back in the day, when my granny used to buy Granny Smith's, back in the day, it used to it used to make your eyes water if you ate it. And it did need sugar. There's no doubt you had to add sugar to that apple pie filling when you made it. Nowadays, you can eat Granny Smith's quite happily. It's almost like an eating apple. So they are actually breeding the fruit, especially to be sweeter. So this this stuff that used to... No, it's a fact. <laughs> A scientist was reliably telling me this on a podcast, Jan, honestly. So the food, food is being bred to appeal to us, not only, like you say, the shape of it, uh, the colour of it, but also the sweetness of food is being, is being messed around with. And so that can never be a good thing, surely. Again, people probably need to help themselves by educating. Um, while the dietary supplements is widely debated topic, the fact remains that many people are not receiving the nutrients their body need. Yeah, I think that's right. If your diet is in any way lacking, if you're busy in your work, uh, rushing, even just rushing your food is meaning that you're not going to be extracting the nutrients that, you, that might even be in the food and stress as well. You know, stress interferes with the hydrochloric acid in the stomach and so digestion is interrupted and uh, absorption, therefore, of the nutrients. So, yes, I mean, uh, it's important that we take a holistic approach. There's no doubt about it. Uh, I, I think we agree on that, definitely. And so I'm interested to know of the, of the work of the oils that we can do. Uh, we've talked about rubbing them in. We've talked about putting them in the air. Is there anything else? What else? Could, oh, you can ingest them, can't you? Uh, can't yes, you? That's, yes, that's excellent. Uh, yes, uh, with our oils, you can ingest 37 of our, about 130 in total, right. uh, which are perfectly safe. And the reason why they're safe is because they're pure. Mm. So, for example, um, we use lemon every day. Um, in fact, it's the most sold oil. You put a couple of drops in water when you get up in the morning or, you know, throughout the day. It's an excellent detox. It's it's not the lemon juice. It's the rind of the lemon, yeah. which is 
alkaline, uh -huh. which is a lot different. Also a wonderful product um, called Digestin. It actually, uh, for the gut, uh, we've had lots of people with bloating and um, indigestion, you know, that kind of gut pain issues. And mm -hmm. um, when they take this, um, it really does help sort out the issues. And is that a blend again, another blend? Uh, no, it's it's not. It's one of the core oils actually that we use. It's It just, um, it gives people instant relief. I bought some nutritional grade peppermint thinking that was a good thing for my uh, stomach. But when you put it in, like I was putting it in hot water and then it was the steam blowing back in my eyes was making my eyes water. Jan shaking her head. <laughs> no, uh, you can do um, a couple of drops of peppermint under your tongue. Oh, uh, you, know, uh, you don't need to heat it or anything like that. Oh, okay, um, that's when I was going wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, yes, it's it's not that you know it's going to cause a, a big problem. It's just yeah. knowing which way is best. We were talking about the digestion, um, and it's a blend. I think. Would you mind telling me what what is in that altogether? Um, yes, uh, digestion is got anise, sorry, seed peppermint plant, ginger, um, caraway seed, coriander seed and tarragon plant and also fennel. It's a calming for the stomach. It's known as a tummy tamer due to its ability to aid in digestion, you know, soothes stomach upset, really effective for that mm. um, and helps maintain your overall digestive health, which yeah. lots of people have these issues, you know, yeah. when they're eating food or feel bloated and stuff you know? well I mean I I have I have had a history of uh, definitely having tummy troubles for a, you know for a lot of my life and uh, food food is a trigger sadly but I think as well stress is a big feature in this digestive conundrum um, but, but so what we're talking about is I know uh, that actually I've chewed fennel seeds and that they you know, the, the, <laughs> there's not much I haven't tried. Jan's laughing again. Um, so chewing fennel seeds uh, is good. But, you know, the, the thing with the oils is that these have been distilled so that it's highly concentrated, isn't it? And, and that, you know, the quantities of food sources, if you were looking at eating the amount of food sources, the original food sources, you'd probably have to have quite a lot of it to have the same effect that only a couple of drops of oil would have. Is that, am I right? Um, yes, actually, there's a very good example of that is the oil called oregano. Now, when you put oregano into your cooking, you would never put one drop in. It's too much. It's too strong. Every single drop is very potent. So you would only use a cocktail stick to put into your cooking. Um, and also you would never ingest oregano, not um, fluidly like, say, peppermint, because it's too hot. You, the way we do ingest oregano, because it is a very uh, safe antibiotic, natural antibiotic, is to put it into a capsule for five days, um, perhaps like you might take medication. So that's again, it's a nutritional grade, so you can add it to food. Yes, yes. But, uh, but in order to ingest it, you have to disguise it in a capsule. And you, 
they have those like empty ones don't you that you can yeah that you can put things in and then do they dissolve there in the stomach yes yeah yeah yes the empty capsules are just made from a vegetable thing it's just uh, no problem to are they vegan friendly just out of curiosity yes definitely yeah yeah okay good (laughs) well that's important isn't it for these uh these days uh, so putting the oils in cooking, I, I hadn't really thought of doing that. Do you? Is that something that you do? Yes, yes. I mean, for instance, um, I did um, uh, some lavender cakes recently. It's very possible and it's a very good way of doing it. We have recipes even uh, that we um, let people have because uh, obviously people want to know how many drops because you don't want to put six drops when it really only needs one or two. Oh, no. And I think think that's the thing. Those oils are particularly potent. You know, I I know about essential oils a little bit and that diluting them in a carrier oil is something that you you might do if you're going to apply them to skin, say, for instance. If I use one of our oils as another example, it's called Deep Blue. Um, It's extremely effective against pain. Um, Now, this is a massage oil, so you wouldn't ingest it. It's actually got a safety cap on it. Um, but you would um, put, say, two drops on your hand and then use maybe fractionated coconut oil and then massage it in. Um, It's very effective for anything um, muscular or you could even use what we have a rub as well, um, one over the top to enhance the benefit. And sometimes you can even use frankincense to enhance the benefit say massage frankincense and deep blue together with the fractionated coconut oil. Uh, And many people have said how wonderful um, effective it is because we all know how bad it is when we suffer from permanent pain. Well, and this is a feature of menopause that joint aches and pains, muscle aches and pains are a feature undoubtedly. Um, I don't suppose you know what's, what uh, oils that is, do you? Deep Blue, actually, is is one of our super popular oils. It's got wintergreen in. That's the reason why oh, you yeah, yeah. digest it, ingest it, sorry. It's got camphor, peppermint, ylang-ylang, um, helichrysum, blue tansy, blue chamomile, and osmanthus. And they work together to soothe and cool, honestly, cool. And they take away that discomfort of of the pain um the fractionated coconut oil is is really important for helping that massage to go into the skin is is that something that you you sell as well is that yes yes we do you can use other oils um almond oil but sometimes um uh, particular oils can be greasy um so it's good to use something that is a natural product that really leave a you know a residue yeah so is the fractionated coconut oil is it runny then at room temperature it's just less than that it's very very well put you know it just comes out very well oh well i i I, yeah that's important but well no it is important as a physiotherapist i you know it's important that this whatever you're dealing with is is comes out well um and i know the coconut oil that i've got in my cupboard it getting it at the, to the right consistency is sometimes quite difficult it's either rock hard in the winter and runny in the summer so <laughs> so if they've managed to get that down no we don't it doesn't happen like that at all it's always available for uh, it comes out um just ready for massage is it like a tube 
a bottle. Oh, a bottle. Okay. Um, yes, but um, you can have a dropper on it or whatever oh. to control the drops. But it's non-greasy. It feels smooth. Very it's nourishing to the skin, I imagine. Yeah, it's completely soluble with all the essential oils and it's colourless, odourless, and it won't stain. So ah. it, it, it's, it's actually a cheap product as well, cheap in cost, I mean, but it's 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 very well. It's good to to mix it with the oils. And that is such a such a relaxing uh, combination, isn't it? If somebody if somebody in your household was willing to rub your feet with some of that uh, with some of the oils in the coconut oil I think that would be a real treat wouldn't it over the holiday season <laughs> well we have had people go into care homes for instance and oh, with, yeah. with ladies and people who have that pain and actually they love a hand massage with the deep blue and the fractionated coconut oil um so it, it has its it has its place definitely and if you're if you're in the gym or something like that and you can put it on even before or after you know well I must I must say I, I do resonate with these sort of I, I consider it to be a traditional wisdom really that it's you know plants have been used for medicine for centuries haven't they and so you know we found the medicinal power of plants before we then began to synthesize these artificial uh, versions of the same thing so I actually kind of like getting I was going to say getting back to the roots but you know literally that's what we're doing going back to the origins of these of these substances that historically have had medicinal uh, benefits and so I, I mean I, I resonate with uh, aromatherapy oils and uh, and I have and and the smell of them and and putting them on your skin and even the idea of putting them in the food which I hadn't really thought of until uh, until today Jan so well we have ebooks as well um to show people how they can do that it's really uh, quite creative to be honest if that's what you want to do um we even have classes for cooking you know and uh, oh, yeah. and also for animals as well they, people love the animals using essential oils on animals um, they are very effective, um, very calming as well mm. at certain times for them. Well, people... that's yeah, that's a whole other thing because people are very uh, keen to look after the pets. Uh, and I, I know, and, and um, a lady of mine actually this week, she, she took a moment after our virtual Pilates class to say that... Um, they let the dog come into the room while uh, it's actually her and her husband do the Pilates with me online. And she said that since the dog has been allowed, because at first I think they tried to shut her out, you know, but now the dog's allowed to come. She said, as soon as we turn it on and she hears your voice, she said, she calms down. <laughs> so I might just be a dog whisperer. You never know. But actually I'll, I'll pick your brains for a minute there, Jan. My cat's, I rescued them, you know, from the cat rescue place. And they were twins. Well, twins. I suppose that's what you call them, isn't it? Like you, they were twins. They've never settled because when they were kittens, they were, they were obviously not in a very good situation. And they were not um, socialised with people uh, and until after, apparently, there's a window. And now after the window had closed, that's when I acquired these kittens, you know, cats. 
And so they are very, um, they, I think they are stressed quite a lot of the time. The behavior around the house, digging up my carpets and stuff like this, it's quite distressing. So Jan, is there anything I could do with these cats? Yes, you could. You could actually use your diffuser. And uh, for cats, um, they love lavender, copaiba, helichrysum, frankincense. You can diffuse plenty of oils at home to, to help them um, relax. It's quite a, a different way of doing things, but um, when people understand the how oils do help animals and humans, um, it's such, um, they've, they've torn their hair out sometimes about where do I go, what do I use? Oh, yeah. Using is a wonderful experience for not only adults and children, but, but the animals too. Well, I, I think I could be persuaded to do that, Jan, because honestly, my stair carpet is a disaster. So would you have to have one in every room or could you, would there be a... No, no, you wouldn't need to have one. No, um, the aroma of a diffuser actually does fill uh, a room and stays in it as well. Probably somewhere where they, they like to be, where they sit. Actually, doTERRA do have an essential vet as well, um, because people love to know um, the ins and outs of, of their own animals. And everyone has got some different story about their own animals and she's a wonderful person to put people's minds at rest it's like an education and it's a vet oh. who's online um and you know people yes yeah, so for horses animals parrots whatever you've got you know <laughs> you, uh, you know like when you put in on that uh, i think it's like um the, the flea tick and worm or whatever it is where you drop it round the back of the shoulder blades because apparently that's the place that i'm talking about cats again that's where cats can't manage to reach is that place between kind of at the back of the neck you know how they can pretty much lick every bit of them would you put it on a cat anything yeah, we do have some um, protocols that you can spray oh. um, for certain things that are happening. But again, again, always conscious of uh, of what oils to use. Now, with animals, you do need to probably have uh, support about what to use. Um, and it's also, you know, you're not going to want to do the animal any harm. So no, exactly. But it's just good. nice sometimes you're at your wit's end and you've tried all the things, uh, you know, that the vet has to, to offer. And I definitely favour, like, you know, I say this natural approach. So a diffuser, just to be clear, uh, is that something with water in that you plug in or a candle or how does it work? No, no, we don't burn the oils because that depletes the uh, therapeutic benefits. Oh, I see. Yes, yeah, so the, um, the diffusers that we have that you put water in and you put it into the, uh, plug it in and put the oils in. Uh, and then the steam comes up with the, the aroma of the particular oil that you've chosen or choice of oils mm -hmm. together. Education, well, that's what we like to do to educate people so that they feel safe to use them. And then we guide them, you know, to what oils to, to even use on a particular ailment. That's important. You, you're absolutely right to point that out because... Um, you know, everything doesn't suit everybody and that um, we definitely don't want to be doing harm, whether it's to your pet or to your, to your people. So, um, so yeah, definitely be um, discerning and, uh, and take advice 
Um, but I thank you so much for your time today, Jan. I, I know we went a little bit off track, but I think that's, that's um, you know, this is what happens and we covered some interesting information. So thank you so much for your time this morning. I, I really appreciate it. Thank you, Jan. That's no problem. I was delighted to help. Thank you, Philippa.